0: Welcome to the Harmony Church Podcast. For more information on service times, any upcoming events, or joining a life group, please check out our website, harmonychurch.nz. We really hope this week's podcast blesses you. Good, okay, I'll start with something funny, all Right? God will provide. A young woman brings home her fiancé. I thought some of the guys, are fiancé's here, and all those kind of people are getting married, and want to get married, and whatever. Some of the young people. A young woman brings home her fiancé to meet her parents. After dinner, her mother tells her father to find out about this young man. So the father invites him to a study for a drink. So what are your plans, young man? The father asked the young man. I am a a Bible scholar, he replies. A Bible scholar? Hmm. The the father (laughs) says, admirable. But what will you do to provide a nice house for my daughter to live in? as he is accustomed to. I will study, the young man replies, and God will provide for us. Oh, and how will you buy her beautiful engagement ring? Such one she deserves, asks the father. I will concentrate on my studies, the young man replies. God will provide. Any children, asked the father. How will you support the children? Don't worry, sir. God will <laughs> supply, says the fiance. The conversation proceeded like this, and each time the father asked questions the young man, the young idealist insists that God will provide. Later, the mother asked the husband, how did it go, honey? The father answers, he's got no job, he's got no plans, but the good news is he thinks I'm God. (laughs) Wow, today I want to finish my series. The last four weeks, this is the fourth one of the series in Grace, New Covenant, and identity as we build to the Grace and Glory Conference this next weekend. I hope you're all going to come here, come come to the place Friday night, even if you come for one night, Friday night, Saturday morning, Saturday night, it's not a big schedule, but it's going to be absolutely amazing, great teachers, Catherine's just amazing, and of course Chad's been enough for nine years in a row, next year for the 10th anniversary we'll have Rob back. And then also chats so is going to be amazing, but that's next year. So last week we saw that God wants us to reign in life, reign over our circumstances, reign over the problems, reign over temptations, reign over struggles, reign over fear and anxiety, to be healthy, to be strong, to be confident, to be courageous, to be risk takers and kingdom builders. Amen? Come on, you've got to stay with me. It's, 9, it's 11 o'clock, so you had a good sleep in. So at the nine o'clockers, they were, you know, but now... 11 o'clock, to be everything that God has called you to be, amen, to do everything that God has called you to do as a church, to be everything God as a church has called us to be and to do everything that this church has been called to do, amen, amen. amen. So how do you reign in life? Now we looked at it last week a little bit, I'll do sort of a little bit uh, uh, an overview and then we'll go to some new stuff. How do we reign in life? Well, it is by receiving everything that Christ has given to us on the cross, The fulfilled stuff that Christ gave us on the cross. Everything changed at the cross. A new covenant was birthed at the cross, cut in his blood. A new covenant, new promises, new provisions, new principles into our lives. I love this in Romans 5. It says, for if by the trespass of one man, that's Adam, like Adam and Eve, death reigned through that one man because of their disobedience, how much more will those who receive, everybody say receive, Receive God's abundant provision of grace and the gift of righteousness. Reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. When you look at the word reign, it is from the Greek word basilia, which is basilicum, comes from and basilica. It means kingly judicial rule. It means reigning like a king, ruling like a king, possessing kingdom dominion, kingdom rulership. Now, if that's the case, how are we doing? How are we feeling? Are we ruling in life? Are we feeling like a sense of kingship? Are we feeling like we're kind of on the upper hand? How are we feeling in life? Or are we marked by defeat? Are we stuck in sin? Are we stuck in condemnation, guilt, and shame, which is very overrated? Anxiety, fear, disappointment, financial struggles. What is it? Jesus says, I'll I'll come to give you abundant life. John 10.10. Abundant life. Now, it doesn't mean you don't have struggles in life. Jesus says, in this life, you will have trouble. But I've overcome the world. And so the overcomer lives in us. So there's a way that we can overcome the things that are thrown at us every day. Amen? So God wants us to reign in life, have kingdom dominion over our challenges and our circumstances. To be the head and not the tail. To be victor and not a victim. To be the head and not the tail. Now, to reign in life, it says here, Paul's talking about two things, and they're very, very important. Two things to reign in life and to do well in life is, one, to receive God's abundant provision of grace. Second is the gift of righteousness. Those two things are very, very important. You reign when you have grace. You reign when you have righteousness. They will empower your life. They will empower your life. You don't have to be quiet in this place. By power your life. Amen? And I tell you, all of this is because of identity. Everything in life has to do with identity, who you are or who you perceive that you are and how you think between those two ears of yours. Amen? It's all about identity, who we are. It's all about identity sonship now sonship is a generic word in the bible sonship is like the bride of christ men and women are both the bride of christ in the sense of sonships and sons sons and daughters always generic right so don't get too offensive uh, offended by by that so it's all sonship is generic ephesians 1 3 praise be To the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. Is anybody getting excited? In love he predestined us for adoptions to sonship. Everybody say sonship. Adopted to sonship, that was his plan all along, through Jesus Christ, in accordance with his pleasure and His will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which He freely has given us in the one Jesus Christ He loves. in him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace, that He lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. We made known to us the mystery of the will according to his good pleasure, which is purposed in Christ to be effect to take effect into effect when the times reach their fulfillment to bring unity in all things in heaven and on earth under it's all about Christ it's always all about Christ it was about Christ before the foundation of the world it was always about Christ and what a powerful declaration of grace here actually it's a very powerful declaration of identity if you read this you cannot go very far and say man this is absolutely amazing what you're doing here See, God always predestined us predestined to be sons and daughters. He always predestined us to be part of his household, to be part of his family, and to do wonderful exploits, to reign and to rule in life, to the praise of his glorious grace, which is given us in the one he loves, which is Jesus. I love his grace. I can't get, I can't get enough of his grace. I can't stop praising his name that's a song like that you know I can't stop praising his name i just can't st- i did it this week i went to ron canoli a long time ago i know I, I toured him a long time ago ron canoli everybody remember ron canoli the 40 plus right i toured him one time around this nation right honestly i remember in palmerston north in the, in the thing honestly everybody was bouncing so hard i thought the whole the whole it was like a teared ceiling i thought the whole building was going to collapse. When we'll stop praising his name i just can't stop praising his name jesus 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 jesus, jesus. you know? i mean i love I, I, this morning this week i was preparing for this i said i gotta sing the song again so i was online i said I can't stop praising his name you know when you you can't stop praising his name when you really know how awesome he is in your life and how awesome he made you to be you cannot stop praising his name, and we always will praise his name. Look at this in the Passion Translation. The heading says, Sonship and the Father's plan. Every spiritual blessing in heavenly realm has already been leveraged upon you as a love gift. Everybody feel the love? Yes, thank you. From our wonderful Heavenly Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. All because he sees us wrapped in Christ. It's always about Christ, us hidden in Christ. Amen? This is why we celebrate him with all of our hearts. I mean, you can call me crazy. When we got married, I would just, in the morning, I would wake up, and Catherine's an evening person. Now she's a morning person, by the way. But anyway, it's so an evening person. I was a morning person. I would get up, and I had my, remember those days, Integrity Music. Yeah, all those albums, Bob Fitz. If I talked to Bob Fitz yesterday. He wants to take us out for a little thing in, in August. He may do a concert here. Yes. Anyway, so Bob Fitz comes here, and the best player, you know, the Lord Range, you know. And I would just walk out, a T-shirt only, on don't picture that, and I teach it on like this, you know, again, this is God, get away from me, Satan, you know, like this is terrible, I said, I am praising his name, it's a new day, this is a new day that God has made, and I will rejoice in him, I tell you, if you understand the love gift of the Father, when you understand who you have become in Jesus Christ, you will start praising his name, you cannot not praise his name. That's why we're just wild about praising his name. That's why we love praising his name. The band will go crazy, you know, because we love praising his name because he is so blimmin' awesome. And he chose us before in his verse four. Sorry, slow down, Gideon. I got too excited about this. And he chose us to be his very own, joining us to himself, even before he laid the foundation of the universe. Because of his great love for us, he ordained us. Did you know that you were ordained by God? You were set apart, anointed, blessed by God so that we would be seen as holy in his eyes with an unstained innocence. Now I tell you, that was happened before the world began. That is not lately because you've been good. It has actually nothing to do with how good or bad you are. From the foundation of the world at the beginning of the universe, God saw the, 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 the trajectory of humanity and he saw the fall, but he also saw his son. That's why the, the lamb of God was slain before the foundation of the world because God knew what was going to happen in this end when Jesus Christ would give His life, provide healing, redemption for all of us and then would make us into new creations, sons and daughters of God. That was always his pur- purpose. The whole world, all predestined towards this moment. In the last two years, 2,000 years, we've been ordained, we've been blessed, we've been called to be God, God's sons and his daughters. To be able to rule and to reign in this world. Don't blame the government. Choose the right government if you want a different government. But the thing is though, it's up to us to reign and to rule where you are in your business, wherever you are in your life. You are supposed to bring the rule and the reign, the fragrance of Christ into that area. And he'll be with you. He'll strengthen you in this because he is actually very amazing. But what I want you to see, though, is not just because you are good, bad, and you had a bit more quiet time, God is pleased with you. It has nothing to do with you. He already saw you before the foundation of the world. That's a long time ago. As perfect and holy and righteous in his sight, this is who you are. And all the world has to know this because all the problems we have of identity, Misunderstood identity, gender confusion, whatever it is, everything comes back to identity. And if all of us would know how much God loves us and who he has purposed us to be, it will change anybody's life and empower anybody's life. Amen. Man, we were meant to reign in life even in Genesis. Look what he says in Genesis. God says, let us make human beings in our likeness to be like us. They will reign. Everybody say reign. Reign over the fish and the birds and livestock and wild animals and all this kind of stuff. In other translation, it says to have dominion or to rule. We were always called to rule and to reign in life. But I tell you, first of all, you got to learn to rule your own life. Yeah. And to, to reign in your own life and find an identity that God has given to you. That's right. It's always been God's dream. Look at this. He says, for it has always been in his perfect plan. This Bible. It's not me. Bible to adopt us as his delightful children through our union with Christ, the anointed one, so that his tremendous love that cascades over us would glorify his grace for the same love he has for his beloved son, Jesus Christ, he has for you. And his unfolding plan brings him great pleasure. I don't know how you can still sit down at the moment. Come on, guys. This is just absolutely amazing. The same love he has for his son. I'm talking about this lovey-dovey for his son. I'm talking about before the foundation of the world, the one who's always been, always was the Word, the Son of God, the Spirit, and God the Father. They were from the beginning before the foundation of the world ever came into being. He, or the same love of his son. Well, you know the love that you have for your son and for your daughter, right? That same love he has, he has for you and me. Whoa, that will bring us some healing. (laughs) It's just amazing. The love of God is so extraordinary, is so powerful. And it says, to the praise of his glorious grace. always goes back to him. To the praise of his glorious grace. See, glorious grace, look at this, three things. Glorious grace describes God's eternal view and opinion of you. It is independent how you do, how you ever did, good or bad. has nothing to do with you because before the foundation of the world you weren't even existing in his mind you were but actually you weren't amen describes god eternal view second glorious grace is a discovery of god's eternal love for you and for me and three glorious grace is the revelation Of how holy and how righteous you have become in here. That the Father, the Holy Father, saw us in Christ before the foundation of the world as holy and blameless and innocent in his sight. This will be helpful for any counselor to help people to see. This will help our church for you guys to see. makes Catherine my life a lot easier. If you know this. Things will start to change in your life. When we were born again, we didn't just get a new spirit and we are born again in Apuku. We got this river of joy coming in this Holy Spirit. But also you are baptized into Christ. You are, like it says here, we are wrapped in Him. We are like Him. And we are changed into His likeness from our spirit into our brain and into our body and into our mind to think more like Him. See, the reference point, listen to this, the reference point of God's love and acceptance was not the fall it was not even redemption through jesus christ it is much deeper it is much more profound it's an eternal perspective that he decided before time began independent on our response independent on our obedience Good or bad, independence on our behavior. It had nothing to do with you. Before we were ever lost in 1st Adam, we were already found in 2nd, last Adam, which is Jesus Christ. Now, I don't know if it goes over many of your heads. I have no idea. That's why I say it again today. Guys, this is profound. This is profound for your identity. To reign in life is to have a healthy identity. And healthy, that's why he talks about the provision of grace and the gift of righteousness, because those two will make you have a healthy identity. And he wants sons and daughters who have healthy identities, who know who they are, who walk tall, who are not not, not kind of swayed by the nuances of life and the nuances of ebb and flow of things that are thrown at us, whatever it is. They want us to be steady and strong, knowing who they are. And when they go into life, into work, into business, into education, they take the hand of God. And when you go, so, Lord, I don't know the answers to this thing. But God says, but I do. You hold my hand. We'll go in the boxing ring together. And here you stand with God, the eternal father. Whoa, you're so big. Yes, I am. And you are so small. Yes, I am. But you take his hand and revelation comes and power comes, and encouragement comes, and strength comes into our lives. And that's how we're supposed to live. You were never lifted by yourself. You're never supposed to live by yourself trying to make things way. You always mean to be dependent on the Holy Spirit, flowing with the Holy Spirit in your life. And it starts with understanding who you are. You are perfect in your Holy Spirit, in your new creation. If you're not a Christian, you're not yet perfect, sorry, but you need to become perfect. That's why Jesus is the gift you got to receive about universalism Jesus gave it to everybody the whole globe but you got to receive it for those who come and have faith receive the gift in Jesus name Hebrews 10, 14 one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible and by this perfect sacrifice that's Jesus now he made us perfectly holy and complete for all time tell yourself for a moment I am perfect tell your neighbor you are perfect this is, this is great marriage, marriage advice. If you learn to say to your spouse, hey, you are perfect. Good marriage. <laughs> are you excited about this marriage, darling? Are you, you serious? Oh, uh, see, this is how God has always purposed our identity to be defined by. Not by your family, where it's very, very good and amazing and healthy and rich and awesome and it's just easy for you or you come out of a really dysfunctional everything is hard this is just, just hard one after our generation is so difficult it still does not define your identity because God wants to define your identity you can come out of these things and be defined by God not by your teacher not by your friend not by your parent not by anybody around you let God define define your identity you were a son and you were a saint before time began. When you step into Jesus, it's all on. Yeah. Amen? So that's why acceptance grace is so important. Acceptance grace is the foundation of our identity in Christ. And I'm going to give you a grace coin. Can I please distribute the grace coins right now? Who's doing it? Thank you, Jesus. Do it quick, please. I meant to have four people ready. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody's ready. I'll keep going. So... This is the Grace coin. Not on the. This is actually a, um, a chocolate. Remember those chocolate things? <laughs> I bought. bought it for you. This is not real. Not not real uh, gold. If you if you give goes up, I'll i maybe consider giving you a real gold coin. Uh, but that has to go up a lot to be able to <laughs> give you a real gold coin. But this is a gold coin, and it's actually no, it's not gold. It's gold, but it's not real gold. And and basically, it's uh, it's got chocolate inside of you. But I don't want you to eat it. I want to use it as an illustration. I want to use this to use, put it on your mental piece or put it in your office. Somewhere important in your life. Now on one side you have the endeavor. I understand the 50 cent piece. The endeavor. So the ships. And on the other side is the queen. Now I tell you something. Acceptance grace. How God loves you and sees you. Is the foundation of our identity in Christ. Amen. But acceptance grace Listen to me. Acceptance grace is the foundation. But acceptance grace is also always leading us to empowering grace. Have you got your coin yet? Everybody show me your coin. Praise Jesus. Now, uh, there's some. sorry. There's also some metal ones in there. If somebody who don't like chocolate anyway, there's some metal ones in there. It's got a sign of money on there. You got one of those? They're yeah, plastic. Yeah, don't worry about that. us get another one. Um, so the other one. So I want you to see something. Listen to me. Look at this thing. Look at the one that has the 50s. 50 on it. That is acceptance grace. You have been accepted in the beloved. Perfect, holy, forever. That's how you accept accepted. The other side, turn around. It's the queen, right? That's right. Because acceptance grace brings empowering grace. Or receiving on one level and reigning on the other level. Reigning, you know? R- reigning. I thought it was very smart. Reigning. Reigning like a monarch, like the queen, like the king. We just talked about it. God wants us to reign as kings, right? So this reminds you that one side is acceptance grace. I can't do anything about it. I receive this from God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. My life has changed. And then it empowers you to the things what God wants you to do in your life. You receive here. You receive. You don't work for it. You can't work for grace. You receive it. Thank you, Jesus. But then you reign in life and you start doing stuff. You start ruling in life. Amen? It's so powerful in your life. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. No! Let's all say it together. No! I know. When you grew up over three, four years old, you don't say no much anymore, do you now? But when you're two years old, the people who got a lot of kids know that. No. Now, we get irritated by it, right? Because, they say, hey, Johnny, you should be really listening to me. So, no. He said, yes, daddy. But he says, no. You know why? Because he's training for reigning. He is training for reigning. Because I know when he's 18 years old, he's going to say no yeah. to that guy, that girl, or whatever. No. Because I want to be a godly person. I don't want to go be in this world and off this world. We're not of this world. In this world, but not of this world. So, it teaches us to say No to ungodliness, and it teaches us to say yes to godliness, everything that is God-likeness. It says yes, everything that fits in the kingdom, yes, everything that fits in righteousness, yes, but no to the things of unrighteousness in your life. See, it empowers you in your life. Amen? Amen. So it says here, it teaches us to say no. Now, How does it teach us? I suggest two things. One, it teaches you because of your identity. You become a new creation, new nature. And that new nature starts working behind your puku, behind your your, um, belly button and your tummy. New river flowing know, the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the one who comforts, strengthens, and everything else. And so the new creation teaches you anyway how to say yes and no to the right things. But also the second thing is the teacher. See, the teacher comes to live inside of you. The teacher himself, the Holy Spirit, comes to live inside of you. And the Bible says he teaches us into he leads us into all truth and righteousness, right? So let him flow. And it's amazing when you start flowing, then all the fruit of the Holy Spirit, both the gifts and the fruit, start coming out of your life. Start flowing. And that's exactly what God wants, because that's actually when you start raining in life. These things start to flow out of your life, and it's just a new life. It's just amazing. It empowers you so much in your life. You know, when Jesus, before he left, he says, wait for the Holy Spirit to come because I'm going to empower you. The Holy Spirit will empower you. And the same word is, is, is dunamis. Dunamis is, 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 is dynamo. Same same word we get from dynamo, dynamite. So if you're a Christian and you're sitting here and you're a Christian, then the Holy Spirit has come into your life. Dynamite has become into your life and it wreaked havoc in your life. It takes out all the stuff that doesn't belong in your life, and it brings all the stuff that does belong in your life. It is so empowering. It's the power of God in your life. Wow, it's so amazing. It empowers you to do stuff you could never do before. I tell you, you know, before you were a Christian, and some of you still know that because you became a Christian as an adult, that you you see a marked difference when the time here and time here. Suddenly you can love in a way, I didn't even know I could love this way. No, you couldn't. Is the love of god that's in you that flows out of you man i couldn't believe i'm so generous in every way in finance in my attitude in my love i'm so generous now why am i so generous because the generous one is expressing himself through and into your life right hey i can overcome temptation that porn addiction hey it's amazing i don't need it anymore why because you're strong from the inside it's not about yes or do or whatever It is about flowing with the grace and the Holy Spirit. Hey, I can break a habit. I can fix a problem. I can believe in the impossible. I can face the situation. I can step out in faith never before. I can love that unbelieving husband and keep believing for salvation. I can keep believing for my family to be saved, my kids to be saved. I can believe to see a manifestation of my healing that I still haven't seen. I'm going to keep believing because the power of the Holy Spirit, the second mile, turn the cheek, love your enemies. It's the power of God. It changes everything. Now, what we have to learn is to flow. Let it flow. We often stop it. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it go. Okay. Let it go. Let it flow. I mean, you know, whatever, you know. Let it flow in your life. The power. Let it flow. See, then we start to empower, be empowered in life. I love this in Ephesians 3. I pray. Paul says, say, that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through the Spirit in your inner being. Come on, guys. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, I pray that you'll be rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide, long, hard, deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses all knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. you want to reign in life? You start flowing with the Holy Spirit. You start receiving. Like we said, the one coin on this. Start receiving His love. Start receiving His power. It's all been given to you by grace. Nothing you could ever earn, but it's all in there. It's all in the river. It's all there. And then on this side, we don't not become not grace uh, hippies, right? Grace hippies, I've got everything. I've got nothing else to do. That's a grace hippie, huh? It's awesome, you yeah? know? No, 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 no. no. You'll be empowered. You are strengthened here in order to do something. What? To reign in life. To make a difference in this world through your business through your education through your through your kids through your family through your whatever situation you find yourself in you make a difference because you are a son of god you are a daughter of god i've been anointed and ordained by god to make a difference in this world and i will walk tall in the strength of my acceptance grace to be able to do empowering grace and make a difference right and can you imagine if all of us start doing that it's just amazing but often we don't even know the acceptance grace. Oh, I slipped last week. You <laughs> slipped, did you? I think some of us got to get over ourselves. I don't love my kids less because they slip a little bit. We all slip at times. It doesn't change who we are. It had nothing to do with our behavior anyway, good or bad, before we came into it. And it has nothing to do with our behavior right now. Should you behave bad? No, of course not. You don't want to be a bad witness to God. He'll discipline you. And he should discipline you if you're being naughty. That's oh, true, isn't it? Or your wife will anyway. <laughs> or your husband or your friend or whoever who's around you, you know. You know, there's so much more, guys. To him was able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine according to his power working in us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus forevermore. Nothing is impossible with God, guys. That's why I love this theme this weekend. Make sure you come more, abundantly more. What, what is that more? It's more revelation of who he is, more revelation of you become, because the more you know this, the greater your life will be, the more you will reign in life. And I mean this, it's not cheaply, the more you will reign in life, and the better you do. Can the band come up, please? So acceptance, grace, empowers us, the coin. Please put the coin somewhere, don't eat it. If you eat it, then it's like, if you eat it, then you, yeah. don't eat it. Put it somewhere special. It empowers us, guys. Acceptance, grace empowers us. Makes us risk. Make us, makes us risk-taking people. Powerful. So many people in this room who've taken risks in God, and you've seen God come through. And the favor of God is on your life. You got to step out of the boat. You got to step out of the boat with Jesus. Remember, without Jesus, you go down. Remember. But with Jesus, keep your eyes on Jesus. Don't look like Peter. Don't go like that. And then, no, no, no. Keep looking to Jesus. Lord, I'm walking by faith, not by sight. And here we go. And then God is doing miracles in your life. I want to see more miracles in my life. I want to see more miracles in your lives. As a testimony of the goodness of God. As we start to bless people around us. Reigning in life. You know, the old covenant says, do more to become. The new covenant says, do because you are amazing. The old covenant says, Be holy, for I am holy. They used to freak me out. How on earth do I know when I'm holy? Be holy, for I am holy. The new covenant says, Be holy, behave holy, because you are already holy. Well, that's a little bit different, it's very empowering. The Old Testament says, do this to be righteous. The New Covenant says, live righteously because you are already righteous. Now hopefully you can see why Paul says it's so important to reign in life. Those two things, the gift of grace and the gift of righteousness. Those two things together. A place of being eternally accepted in Christ. A place of... Being made holy and righteous, a place of having been empowered, a place of being seated with Him in heavenly places, a place of royalty, like the Queen, of royalty, for kings and priests to serve our God. He will reign through us, releasing His kingdom everywhere we go. I want to take communion now together, and I want you to see yourself as royalty. That God has made us His royal priests, His sons and His daughters the chosen generation royal priesthood come on that's who we are i wanted to go deeply in your spirit and in your mind and in your soul, who God has made you to be. You know, in Galatians 2, it says this, I've been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I love this in the passion. Look at this. My old identity has been co-crucified with Messiah Jesus and no longer lives. Guys, your old identity died, it's gone. For the nails of his cross crucified me with him. And now the essence of this new life is no longer mine. For the anointed one lives his life through me. We live in union together. My new life is empowered. Come on, everybody say empowered. Come on. Empowered by the faith of the Son of God. Not even your own faith. His faith. Isn't that cool? He does everything for you. Just surrender to it, man. Of God who loved me and gave himself for me and dispenses his life into mine that's where the reigning in life is the dispensing of his life through mine so Father, Holy Spirit Jesus, we allow you Trinity to work in our lives We, we, we allow you to move powerfully through our lives we say thank you Lord that you saw us before the foundation of the world, before the universe was ever made, Lord that you saw us as righteous in Christ already and I thank you Jesus that you were humble enough to lay down your eternal glory to carry the sin of the world upon you to take it to a grave but to ri- rise victoriously the power of sin is gone the power of death is gone you have been set free lord i thank you that we we have been given a new identity in christ sons and daughters Kings and priests to help you rule this earth and to make a difference and to make things beautiful. Lord, it's just really beyond all of us, really. But we ask for your Holy Spirit to reveal these things to us in a personal and a powerful way. In Jesus' name.